my god. Look, look, look at me. Do you see this? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Debrief, a Patreon and Spotify subscriber exclusive. On today's episode, here are live reactions immediately following our latest episode, Cameo. Uh, this is where we all discuss the episode that we just recorded, and we, and we do it live right after the fade to black ending. And oh, I, I don't know about you. You guys, I, I still have goosebumps from the end of that episode. Oh my fucking God. I'm sorry for whoever has a version to that specific name, but oh my fucking God. That, that was insane. That was intense. It, it was super intense. So let, let, let's come back to that. Let, let's... Kevin, Mr. GM, can you please just shed some fucking insight on the what just happened? Uh, well, it is probably one of my favorite things in the game, so that's what I'll tell you. Uh, it's a it's something that is in the game that I read it, and I and I said that is fucking cool. Oh my god! So yeah, let let let's. We got to deconstruct. Yeah, yeah I, need to, I need to debrief from the start. So let, let's go to the beginning of the episode. M- Marcus was hit by a car last episode. Um, w- when did you decide to do that? When did I decide to hit you with a car? Yeah. Um, as Kevin or Handler? <laughs> as Kevin. Um, I think it was probably uh, episode two. So, so you've known for weeks that you were going to try and murder me with a car? Correct. <laughs> How does that make you feel, Troy? Premeditated. <laughs> thought we were friends, man. Yeah. Touch tips. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, no, I, I would love to share with you why and how and whatnot, but I just can't. Part of the story, part of the game. All right. Um, but, uh. Yeah, that was fun. That episode was great. I loved it uh, because it was intense. It was fast. And we had like, you know, I don't know. The end was fast. Um, But we had some really, really fucking scary stuff happen. Like it was just like intense and spooky, you know, got under your skin a little bit. I don't know how Marcus is going to be able to recover from this episode because He just went insane, but all of these things continue to happen to him. So if he just keeps getting hammered with all these things over and over and over, like, I don't necessarily like Marcus as a character, but I'm, I'm kind of scared for him right now. I'm really scared for that character because he just keeps getting the shit end of the stick with everything. That's, that's Troy's characters all the time. Because yeah. Troy likes to put himself right in there to like make it interesting. You totally do. I know you do. Yeah. 
uh, you're it like, makes it compelling. Oh, yeah, right? no, like, you you want to pull that, and that's great because I'm like, we I could, need that. We could we could honestly sit and document this whole apartment for four days and just sit there and just go through every shred of piece of paper and have nothing fucking interesting happen. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not compelling at all, right? So mm-hmm. the characters that I typically play are vastly different. Well, I wouldn't say vastly different, but I feel like the characters that I have seen you play so far have been vastly different. And that's what I love about your character process is that they are all different and never the same. And yeah, yeah, I, I, I try to try to reach out of that box, right? So like, I'm not really a. So I would say that a lot of my characters are me on steroids, like as far as I can push that boundary. I, but, okay, but in terms of what I have seen personally, I've seen, an like. Apple geek tech. I have seen it's a true. Texas Ranger. I have seen a <laughs> paparazzi. Are you telling me that you moonlight as so many different things at night, or is is jet ski just delirious of of your doings? I, I, I think I think personally that it's just little pieces of of Troy that we get to uh, uh, see amplified, right? So so Troy has this like. Uh, Mr. Gentleman type that he played with a with a in our in a previous game that is not recorded. Tim Walker. Yeah, uh, <laughs> in our previous Doom Vision game or Doom Vision Delta Green game, and um, you know we've we've seen like techie guy right. So Troy's our our editor. He edits all edits all these episodes. That's why they all sound so good. Um, yeah. You know? And then we see like. Sorry, Troy. We see this guy who's kind of a prick. And nobody <laughs> likes him. So, so Troy's amplifying that piece of himself, you know, and everybody has that part and, of themselves. And I think that's what makes the character, all of your characters, so authentic is because you put a piece of you, like whatever piece of you that you have, because you are a, 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 a vast majority, like there's a huge spread to you. You take little pieces of you. You can and- see that huge spread on OnlyFans.com backslash. Yeah. <laughs> but you have you're multifaceted, and you take those different pieces of you, and you put them into your characters. And in order for us, for anyone to have a connection to those characters, you have to emotionally invest to some degree. And I feel like you really. Really are fantastic at that. Oh, Jasper, thank you. I'm drunk, but it's the truth. Can we can we change gears and talk about how I elicited goosebumps out of Troy? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I I think we need to. Um, what a fucking ending. Yeah. What what a fucking ending. Came and, up with that 30 seconds before I did it. So, so the, thing that, the thing that I really find incredible about Doom Vision and. And and I'm a fan of Doom Vision. Like, I might be a creator with Doom Vision, but I listen to it. I listen to the episodes. I listen to it multiple times. Um, but the way that we end is always compelling, even if it's a softer ending. Or it always makes me want to listen to the next episode. And and that episode <laughs> fucked me up. Like I'm, I'm, because when we do these, I said, and as we're doing them, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do this here. I'm gonna do this here. I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do to end this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't think it fits our traditional mold. It was, it was. I have to do something different for this. 
it, I mean, I think, I think we got, we got the ending, right? We got that nailed down. Yeah. Um, you know, I, th- I think. But when I do endings, I want to add value, not take away. So I'm like really racking oh, my how, brain on. How can on, you add it? Add how it? can I add value to something that. I, I think you'd have to add an effect, right, to your voice. Or the walkie. Through, you know, or like the we'll walkie the sounds. We'll add the walkie-talkie yeah, sure. sound like hey, we yeah, did. Those sounds and, and then you, yeah. you, you can make your voice sound like, you know, like it's coming through a walkie-talkie. If that's and, possible. It might be hard. And like but. at this point, we have all, as our characters, physically encountered Handler Marcus, how have we not made a connection at this point? It it might not be the same Marcus. He he no, said they, it was they, me they in my just, voice. He said it was his own voice. But it was Handler Marcus, so oh. we only know one no, Handler Marcus. Right? I never said it was Handler Marcus. Oh, he said it, it. You hear Marcus's voice, and I said, and it's. It sounds exactly like you. You said this is Agent Marcus. Yeah, Agent Marcus. I, I didn't Agent say. Marcus. I didn't. I didn't okay. say this was Handler. You got me so scared just now, like I fucked up. I'm so sorry. This is Handler Marcus. Shit, we gotta go back and fucking I will say pay Agent for that sexually later. Troy, you need me to plug the word Agent right over Handler. Agent. <laughs> Agent Marcus. Agent Marcus. Um. I, can I can I tell you something? Sure. I had goosebumps too. Did you? <laughs> yeah, of course. I, look at because, you too, because Brothers. because I, well, I get to I get to when I when I get a reaction out of somebody like I said something I did something I made you guys I got under your skin like you, I love scaring you guys response. I love scaring people you know so it's you know I just elicited a response and I got that feedback and it was good and I I don't know about you but I think I think you and I play off each other really well mm-hmm. when, when we're when we're role playing Candice or. Um, that's because you guys have touched tips. I mean, that may be because we've touched tips, but uh, just that scene, and obviously this episode is coming out after the other the episode that we're talking about has been recorded, mm-hmm. right? So uh, when you're talking about how temporarily insane, like I go to that place. I, I go to that place where I'm- A little bit manic. Manic. Yeah. And, and angry and just you setting the environment so I can kind of live in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Really helps create that scene, in my opinion. Or it did for me, personally. Thanks, man. That's what I want to do. That's what I try to do. Um, yeah, that was, that was fun. That was really cool. Um, what does Jet Ski think? I had goosebumps, too. Uh was not expecting that. Like I was expecting that he pulled, you know, something off the wall that was like another symbol or a piece to a, you know, the play. I was not expecting a walkie talkie to come to life and like totally blindsided me. And again, I feel really bad for Marcus at this point because he just keeps having all these fucked up things happen to him over and over and over. And I'm, I'm really feeling sorry for him right now. Like, I don't know that he's ever going to be able to recover his sanity at this point. I think he's just going to keep having these things happen. He's going to go temporarily insane and then have more things happen. Like, I just, I feel like he's on a hamster wheel right now with his sanity and I feel really bad for him. Jesper, what do you think? What do you think about how that ended and how we, uh, um, I think everybody was just like, you know, what the fuck? Yeah. 
which is awesome. It's it's such an, a good feeling to have that happen. So I definitely didn't expect that, and that's what I love is like there's so much in this story that I don't expect, and then there's gonna be so much going forward that I don't expect. Well, and you know, you saying that like there's so much in this story, that's like testament to Impossible Landscapes, Delta Green. They just put up these like, you know, they put up these, um, I want to say like these tools or like they put up these um, building blocks, right? And then how you use them determines like, you know, because, you know, I've uh, our game is totally different from everybody else's game. Um, our decisions, you know, you, you could have said, hey, I want to get on a plane and run away. Different, whole different ball game. This, this thing that we are all having goosebumps about never could have happened if it wasn't for your decision that you made. Um, and also going back to how much sanity lost from talking to person. Um, you know, if, if we didn't have that, we wouldn't have this and that and this and that. It's, so it's all like, you know, we, we snowball. That's what we're doing. We're, we're at the top with this, with this event that happens. And then how do we snowball? Which, which direction are we going? It's, it's, it's really incredible to know like how fractal our decisions make the story. You well, know, I think that plays into the idea of serendipity, like cause and effect, almost like you do this thing and then this, this outcome happens. And sometimes it surprises you in the best of ways. And because the three of us are going into this blind, it's almost like every episode of serendipity. We make these actions, we elicit these responses and these cliffhangers that we end up with that kill us are just, I feel like are pure serendipity, but you you know, we, we credit Delta green. We credit arc dream publishing. We credit, you know, all the people who worked on, on impossible landscapes, but there are little minute details and deviances that we can totally credit to you because you were the one bringing this story to us. You're the one that is making the story come alive to us. And that is totally you and you totally immerse us into this world. So there's totally a credit to you, Kevin. Like, and I'm not just saying that as your wife. I'm saying that as a player who is immersed into this world. I'm saying it as your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. No. You're going to have a crying Candace here soon. <laughs> Wait, does that mean that we both have to be present during sex? <laughs> but present. Seriously, like, you, every single Impossible Landscapes campaign that there is is going to be different from ours. Because of the player's decisions, because of the handler or GM's decisions. And you have totally tailored this specific scenario to things that we are going to bite at. We are, we are left wanting more. We, when we have our final scenario and we're done recording, we're like, fuck. And like, I, I don't know about you guys, like Troy and Jeski, but like sometimes at night we'll be going, we'll be going to bed and I'll be like, fuck, what about this thing? And it'll just pop in my brain and he'll, he'll just chuckle at me. And I'm like, God damn it. Re- recently it's been, what is on the fourth floor? Seriously. like, <laughs> And then I'll just be like, he, 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 and go to he sleep. he just chuckles at me and I'm like, God, if I, if I 
Maybe if I sex him up enough, he'll tell me. But no, 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 no. It, she it, has not sexed me up once for these, <laughs> for, for spoilers. Not in particular to this. No. I have gotten no money or sexual favors for any spoilers. Hey, you just you wait till next weekend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like, there have been plenty of times where we have gone to bed where I, like, it'll be silent and I'll be like, fuck, what is on the fourth floor? Like, I... I am ready to go to bed and that will pop into my mind because he has had, he has done such a good job of like really amping up the anticipation for what is to come. And now that like we're finding out these things, I cannot wait to see what we uncover. And like, there are little things where like, I am avoiding spoilers online. I'm the social media person. This is Jesper, the social media engagement person. Other than Troy, who likes to talk to people, but talk I am the main—I'm the main social media ex- engagement person, and I am sitting here going, "Fuck! I don't know what's gonna happen." And if people start asking me what's gonna happen, I don't have an answer for them because I—my husband is truly keeping me in the dark, and which is fantastic, but it's also like, "Oh my god, this is killing me." She's legally obligated to say all those things. So, I, I, but I think she leads us into a good transition, though. And I, I completely agree with you, Jasper, that Kevin has created a magnificent world. You you had the blocks, but you got to know where to put them. But uh, I think this is a good transition into what do we think is going to happen next? Oh my god, I am so in the dark because, like, even me as intuitive, I have a I am a very intuitive person. I am empathic in ways like I when he is at home doing Delta Green stuff, I absorb energy, but I on he has kept so much from me that I don't know what's coming. And like even when I hint that like, oh, this could be this or this could be that, he is so good. And normally he's not. Normally he cannot keep a secret. Got a poker face going. Even if it's like Christmas or presents, he's like (laughs) Oh God, I have the secret, but I'm going to tell you. But with this, he has been stone fucking cold, which has been great for me. But I'm also like, God, I'm going to rip my hair out, not knowing what's going on and what my character that I have emotionally invested in is going to fucking walk into. Jetski, what about you? What do you think is going to happen next? Mm, Exactly what I said that I was fearful of. You just came out of like a psychosis going temporarily insane. And I think hearing yourself come across on this old army walkie talkie, like how can you not suffer insanity damage from that? So at this point, like I'm not really worried too much about Veronica and Vanessa as I'm I'm really, really worried about what you're going to do and what's going to happen to you and then how the two of us are going to handle the consequences of your actions and the things that happen to you. And it's like, what happens when we go to inquire? Like, how is Marcus doing? And we find out he's gone. Ran out of the hospital like a crazy person. Kevin, you son of a bitch. So... Also, uh, I wanted here, I wanted to disclaimer this that this our reactions were specifically requested, drunk or not, <laughs> which Jess Jesper might be a little drunk, but that's okay. I, I wanted to mention that um, 
that uh, we have elected, or I've asked everybody to not share their sanity with each other um, so that, uh, you know, if something is going to happen, a temporary sanity break or, you know, something, they hit the breaking point. Uh, I didn't want, you know, just like the characters wouldn't know that like suddenly they're going to lose their minds. Um, you know, the players, you know, it's only between me and the, the people and now me and the I am, agents. And so. now I am. Oh, so curious about Marcus's sanity. <laughs> Not insane. I mean, as his pseudo girlfriend, <laughs> is he going to like murder me in the name of love or no, no. So one of the, one of the great mechanics that I think that brings to the table though, Kevin is that if they don't, if we don't know each other's sanity, it, it doesn't change the way we act with each other, right? So right. Um, whether I still have a shit ton of sanity or whether my sanity has gone or for anybody, it. it, it really changes the dynamic of how, you, and so I have a, I have a plan in my head that you and I are going to talk about just you and me after we're done recording this. Um, I, I'm concerned about Marcus too. I, can I, think, I just say secrets don't make friends? I think, um, and I should have mentioned this, but I think it makes for a good episode anyway, that, um, you know, if you didn't want to go temporarily insane, you could have pushed off some of that sanity loss to your bonds. I could have. To lose. So that's part of the game, listener, is that um, if you, if you, um, if you take sanity, sanity damage and you don't want to, and you want to like try to alleviate some of that, you can push it off onto some of your bonds and then it manifests later, like during your home scene between like when you, when your agent goes home, you know, you, you, you lose some of that bond. So like if you're, you know, you, I, I push off that sanity loss onto my wife, I go home and then our bond is not as strong because I'm uh, projecting it onto her. Which so that, makes, that's a, that's a straight out of the book mechanic. Yeah. Which makes Marcus such a trooper. Marcus has taken all of his damage. He hasn't pushed any of it off. Yeah. So like, you know, if you, if you're, if you're trying to alleviate some of it, you can, you can push it off on Pedro, the dog. <laughs> oh, pa- but I love Pedro. I'm going to go home and beat that. Dog. I was going to say go home and beat the shit out of that poor animal. No, I, 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 I have an idea of how things are going to go. I'm extremely worried about Marcus. Um, you know, his profession of taking pictures of cooters has definitely shifted significantly in the Delta green world. And, uh, he just takes different cooters. A- alien. Cooter he has pictures. not seen a cooter since he has been here. And that is not from lack of trying. Yeah. Remember how like his, his original thing was that he was trying to take some pictures of some starlets and then he caught, uh, caught wind of like, uh, some Delta green and monster God. or whatever. Yeah. He actually, he, he actually got like an upskirt of, a <laughs> of a fucking spaghetti monster from <laughs> outer space. And good God, you know, the sadness of encountering his pseudo girlfriend could, could damper that. Goddamn woman won't put out anything. <laughs> oh, d- hey, d- keep keep wooing her. She might. We should, we should, have, a cliff, we should have a cliffhanger for this. Just uh, call for DVD. her the wrong name. <laughs> uh, so anybody got any parting words before we wrap up DVD? I want to do the next episode because I want to find out what happened. So. Kevin, how about you? Um, uh, stay tuned. We will uh, entertain you. Jesper, send us out with all of our good connection stuff. Yeah. So you can find us on Twitter at Doom Vision 
pod, Instagram at Doomvision Podcast. You can even find us on Reddit at Doomvision Podcast, which is awesome because we have had some engagement there. So feel free to tell us what you think. We're going to be soon putting out some TikToks at Doomvision Podcast, which you will not want to miss because it's going to be us just making utter fools of ourselves in our outtakes. Um, Gmail is doomvisionpodcast at gmail.com. Please, please, please tell us your thoughts if you like it. If you don't, constructive criticism is what we thrive on. Please just send us anything. We will love to hear it. We'll respond to you. You are integral to our growth. And Kevin wants hate mail. Kevin will dress up as Candace in a blonde wig. Hey, spoilers. Lipstick <laughs> and press on nails to respond to hate mail. Press on nails? That's a Patreon uh, exclusive. Um, only when we hit a certain milestone, please. We are currently working on a website and Patreon in our tiers. So if you want to subscribe to that, we will soon be getting that up and going. But yes, we will have our GM dressed up all prettified for you in a in a wig makeup nails to address your hate mail in your fan favorite as candace which the question remains can this dick fit in her mouth which let me tell you yes it can so please <laughs> subscribe we love to see you joining our social media growth please Follow us on social media at Doom Vision Pod on Twitter at Doom Vision Podcast on Instagram. Doom Vision Podcast. Give us a search on Facebook. We will in we will talk to you until the sun comes up. We love all of our hashtag doomers. Please give us a follow. Talk to us. We will talk to all of you until the sun comes up. It sounds like we're doing a fucking telethon. Like, okay, <laughs> please donate to our cause. Donate to these sickly children. These children are dying. In the name of Doom Vision. I need Sarah McLaughlin's stat. Yes. ASPCA. We'll, we'll, we'll somehow bring that into the oh, world. What was that song she did? In the, In the arms of an angel. All right, guys. Uh, that, this has been uh, Doom Vision Debrief, uh, and uh, check us out next time.